Morning Show podcast, the daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures, and we've got a full slate of things to talk about today. We are loaded down. So glad that you are here. I had an interaction over the weekend with someone who, uh, well, when it comes to creating a nickname, rarely is it you know, anything that'll stick if I have to think about it. If it just like pops in my brain and then I say it, that's how the nickname sticks. And I have a brand new nickname for a member of the audience who I interacted with on Friday, but not face to face. And I actually interacted with them face to face yesterday. The clues are aligning. It is my pal, Kyler. He walked into M37 Hackers yesterday. And then it flew out of me. Swear jar. If you don't know what a swear jar is, people set them up in their homes, uh, usually when they have kids, or when someone tells them they swear too much. And every time they swear, they got to put like a coin in the jar or a dollar or some shit. I don't know. Now, I swear all the time, but only when I know the company is okay with it. I swore yesterday over at M37 Hackers when I knew it would be appropriate and get a pop. That the joke would land, that the funny thing that I'm saying with a swear word involved would actually be funny but if i'm surrounded by people who i've never interacted with at any way in any way shape or form you know sporting event i don't i actually don't like it i actually feel bad when i swear in front of people that i don't know not everybody likes that some people are it's it's off-putting now i tell everybody to go fuck themselves all the time But still, if I'm surrounded by faces, I don't know. Fuck that. There's no, (laughs) there's no way in hell that I'm going to do that. Let me back up here because Kyler thinks, Kyler thinks that I'm team Kyler here and I'm not, I am team everyone that's against Kyler when it comes to his shit bag mouth in public. Let's, let's give you the whole uh, background here. During the summer, I reached out to Kyler. And I go, hey, I'm going to the races at Berlin. Would you like to go? You and your lovely better half. And he's like, yeah. We get there. Wander up into the stands. Uh, surrounded by people, all sides. He sits down and he drops a, a MF or something seconds after he sits down. And I immediately see all the heads turn and everybody looks at him. And I'm like, don't do that. What? I go, you got it. I go, how can you not? see that it's that it's just inappropriate it's just fucked you can't 
do that shit. What the fuck is wrong with you? And uh, this happens like more than once. And I get the same. I see the same reaction from dude. And I'm like, Kyler, I'm going to leave. If you don't stop swearing, I am going to leave. I'm not going to hang out with you if you keep swearing. And uh, I, I, I think uh, one of the things he said is, oh, yeah, you know, I, I, I swear in front of my kids. And I'm like, okay, I don't care. And I don't think anybody else cares. You, you have got to stop this. This is, this is horrible. You have got to, you got to put up an extra filter. I know you don't do this at work. I know you don't. You have got to, you've got to uh, wall, wall this off. You got to re- reel this in. This is the problem. All right. So he, he finally puts it together and we have a decent time. It was perfect. After that, we go home. Friday, I'm at the Griffins game. Doing my thing, working. And I guess Kyler's at the game. Him and his lovely better half, Tracy, uh, are at the uh, hockey game. And he sends me a photograph. He takes a picture on his phone and he sends it to me. And something like, fuck this guy. What the hell did he write again? I'll I'll just get it. I got to change his name in my phone to swear jar. Uh, I guess he sent it on Facebook. I don't know. I don't know why he would do that. Just send it to my, you got my phone number. Ding dong. Sends me a, a, he takes a picture of someone, I guess, sitting in front of him. And so when I see that and him, uh, uh, fuck this guy, I'm like, okay, I'm guessing, I'm guessing you did what I've told you not to do. And you now got in trouble for it. So uh, he he indicates that, yes, they actually like called security on him. Now, when I see Kyler yesterday at M37 Hackers for our little golf event, he's explaining it to me. And uh, all the while, he's explaining it to me. He thinks that I'm on his side. And all the while, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad they called security on you. I'm so glad that they got in your face about it. I'm so glad all the other spectators wanted to fight you. This is, I am on their team. This has to happen. You, for some reason, you're going to need to learn a hard lesson uh, where you get thrown out. He's actually being uh they're they're threatening him with with getting him out of there he describes to me that the lady from the security team comes walking up to her and is giving him shit and actually talking down to him and uh, like oh yeah like that kind of like almost talking to him like a child and i was like well you're you're fucking behaving like a child you're you're talking like you're doing something that a child would do you have to tell an adult to watch your mouth. What the fuck? What? So, uh, I guess, um, it actually kind of escalated. I guess there were other people involved and he was describing it to me and, and other, other, uh, um, 
other people are like they they start to like uh, uh, face off with each other where it's a point where it's about to become an actual fist fight like uh, a Tracy has to calm Kyler down because he's going to go and start uh, uh, you know he's got to go do the fucking King Kong Bundy on him or some shit and smother these people with man tit I, I don't know and I'm like uh, I'm sorry so he comes walking and I go swear jar oh so that's it I, I've got to I've got to do this Kyler slash swear jar holy shit man Maureen says, my three-year-old grandson let out, let out a what the fuck? Wait a minute. It says, ha my three-year-old grandson let out a what the fuck the other day. Kept saying it over and over. Ha, ha, ha. My son tries to blame me for it, LOL. Three years old, he's saying, what the fuck? You got to hit that kid. Uh... Chris says, this is the main grandstand section at Berlin, the family section. The whole thing's the family section. My God. Maureen says, you got to read the room when it comes to profanity. Exactly. You see, Kyler, uh, and he's in a meeting right now. I don't think he can defend himself, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, it, it's There's nothing he can defend. This is all brought on by him. None of these things happen if he just doesn't drop MF in mixed company like that. So I, I don't know, man. I, I think I think you're you're gonna die on that hill. I think you should I think you should change your ways. The great food giveaway now three days away. All right, here is the update. It was slow over the weekend, but late yesterday, I got a $50 donation. We actually, from, let's see, the 17th, which was Saturday, uh, to now, only got the 50 bucks, which, whatever, you know what happens on the weekend. The 50 bucks came from... My son-in-law, who won 50 bucks on Golden Tea at M37 Hackers. And he says, this is for the great food giveaway, so that is so awesome. Thank you, Justin. That puts us to $5,054 raised, up from $5,004. $516 until the goal of $5,570. Three days Till event. Okay. Uh, Venmo. I know this is like something you've heard a million times, but you'd be surprised. You got to keep reminding them. Uh, Venmo at Eric dash Z E I T U N I A N. PayPal. At Eric Zane Show. All right. Five, ten bucks. If you haven't, please do. And then this will be uh, 
taken care of. Any extra dollar amount, even if it's a buck, gets sent over to our, our pals over at Kids Food Basket. On the day of the giveaway, we will have 200 boxes. It'll be an actual wall of boxes along the roadway, along the side street, Stafford. In uh, Grand Rapids. At Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Um, All of that food boxed up goes into people who just pull up. No questions asked. We pop the trunk, put the food in, off we go. Any extra food is put back into the trailer and driven over to the homeless shelters downtown. Uh, Quick and easy. Quick and easy. There are some discussions about uh, weather. That will make it epic. That will make this even more fantastic. If the weather is shit, we have a contingency plan. The contingency plan is stand out there and give the fucking food away. It's going down. That's it. I don't give a shit about the weather. We'll tarp off the food. We'll stand there. Sarah will scream at everybody. Today, I'm actually going to Meyer and paying for the food. All right? But if the donations keep rolling in, that will uh, equal out to the uh, the money raised. So uh, please keep sending it. Five and ten bucks. If you haven't done it so far, please do it. Uh, every little bit helps. Whatever you can spare. Thank you if uh, if you've given in the past or you're thinking about doing it now. Please, please, please. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, today I'm making signs. This thing is going to be the most homespun thing ever, as it always is, and that's the way we like it. I've been collecting uh, chewy cardboard boxes from dog food deliveries, and I'm going to make a big fucking sign, and I'm going to paint the sign, and then stake it out on the sides, and we're going to put it in the ground, or we're going to be waving it. Oh, my God. Right at the corner of 44th Street and Stafford. People have said, Eric Zane, how do I help? I want to be a body there helping out. Now, truth be told, most of the work done is uh, takes place at around 2. We're going to start giving it away around 3 p.m., the food. So uh, if if you know or, or maybe you are listening and, so, and you are in need, that that's what happens. At 3 p.m., the cars show up. We start putting the uh, uh, food into the cars. So, I mean, if that's you, please, uh, you know, if that describes you, like you, you actually need the food, please do that. Uh, if not, hopefully someone, you know, if you could share the word, spread the word. If you want to share my post about the great food giveaway that is pinned to the top of, uh, facebook.com slash Eric Zane live. That's uh, the post you see right there. In fact, uh, please do that, please. And then people will see it and know, you know, um, what the hell else was I going to say? Uh, oh my God, it was, it was right there. Let me see if I can piece this together in my brain. What the fuck was I going to say? Um, it's gone. It's okay. It happens all the damn time. So, all right. Uh, oh yeah, I, I know what it was. For the volunteers, people who want to actually lend a hand. Um, around 2 p.m. we're going to get there and then, you know, we got to box the food. Uh, a ham. Uh, the vegetables, bag of potatoes, uh, rolls, gravy, uh, pumpkin pie. Each box has that in it. And then, um, but once the thing gets started, 
it's kind of like your your jobs are scream at cars. Um, as cars pull up, you're putting uh, um, uh, boxes of food in the cars. Your other jobs are stand there, drink coffee, smoke a heater. Uh, uh, I don't know. If you're single and you find someone else who's single, you can flirt, maybe get some stink finger in the side on the side of the building. I'm not sure, but that's about it. So there, there is a little bit of a hurry up and wait feel to it. Um, but the big amount of time needed would be, and volunteer help would be early on two to 3 PM. But who gives a shit? If you're not doing anything, we're all together hanging out a couple days before Christmas. It's, a get together. That's what this is. If Kyler's there, he'll be swearing at people. So let's say some guy, some mom who's down on her luck, she pulls up, she wants to get the Christmas dinner and a couple bags of dog food from the Grand Rapids Pitbull Alliance. She she rolls up. She got four kids in the car that are ages like four to nine. The the years that they're most impressionable. She rolls down the car and or, or the window of the car and she says, Hi, I'd like to get some food. And Kyler will say, yeah, fuck yes, motherfucker. Uh, Open your fucking car door so I can put some of this shit in. Hurry up. And then she's like, oh, God, please don't swear. And he goes, what the fuck? Why not? I swear in front of my kids. Fuck you. Merry fucking Christmas. Eat my asshole. Fuck off. And then she's like, oh, okay, thanks. Uh, uh, Thanks anyway. Fuck you. Uh, All right. 2 p.m. Thursday at Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Fingers crossed that it is a blizzard. We want full, you can't can't even see, full-on blizzard. Again, if we uh, go through this thing and and nobody shows up, we're just going to give it all the way to uh, Mel Trotter or Degage, whatever, the homeless shelter downtown. It's all taken care of. Everything's going to be fantastic. All right. So that is how we roll for Thursday on the great food giveaway. Kent writes concerning Kyler. Aren't you fucking poor? Maureen says, Erica, the sisters can't get there in a blizzard. Well, too fucking bad. Get a snowmobile. You figure it out. You'll get there. We don't give a shit. Weather doesn't slow us down. That doesn't affect us. You lived in Michigan all your life driving it. Fucking A, quit being a pussy. Just get there. My God. Yeah, people who uh, have lived in Michigan all of their lives and freak out that at snow, I, I don't understand it. It's like, well, first of all, you should have snow tires on your vehicle. Uh, second of all, just drive slower. Linda, uh, apparently Linda and Maureen are the Debbie Downers of the day. The gruesome twosome. It might slow down families trying to get there. It fucking don't worry about it. Why? Why do you people worry about shit that has not happened yet? This is what I, my wife, I say to my wife and my wife says to me, don't worry about things that have not occurred. Okay. 
Would you fucking relax? It's going to be okay. You cannot worry about things you cannot control. The last I checked, there is an, a person on earth who can change the weather. So shut up. Whoa! Oh, no! Oh, my God! Let's go crazy! Fucking A! Jesus. Yeah, I can't tell you two are related. By the way, three dogs on the pile. Loving that. I said to myself, I'm not even going to address the snow that's supposed to hit here. You look like wacky, waving, inflatable, flailing, uh, flailing tube, man. That's my goal. Maureen says, I'm not worried. Linda says, I'm not worried. But yes, you are. Quit lying. But we'll be pissed to miss out on the fun. You don't have to miss. Just drive. Just go there. Leave earlier. You'll be fine. Come on now. Everything's okay. You've, you've lived here long enough. You know how to drive in this, in this weather. All right. They're probably getting annoyed with me right now. Okay. Uh, so the show happens each and every day um, on Twitch in its entirety. I'm going to cut the cord for the folks on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. All right. You can't watch anymore because I want you to go to Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Um, and hit the follow button and then subscribe. All right. Or download the Twitch app so you can get it on your mobile device. Uh, once you download the Twitch app, then just search Eric Zane live and you're in business. Okay. It's that simple. Otherwise, listen to the audio podcast wherever you download shows. I just signed a new multi-year deal with iHeart. That took forever. But finally, we got the uh, T's crossed and the I's dotted. You can now get the Eric Zane Show podcast on iHeart or Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just subscribe. That's all you got to do. And then it just shows up every day after I get done with this podcast. I take the audio. I make it available. I post it there. And then boom, it's done. Review the show, rate it, all that shit. If you ever want to send me an email, if there's something you like or dislike about this show, Correspond with me. I love the correspondence and I just don't get enough of it. Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So for those folks, I send you on your way. Have a nice day. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Twitter. Brought to you by Blue Frost IT and YouTube, the almighty YouTube. Brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. All right. So yesterday was our big day at M37 Hackers. So um, they're right along M37, obviously. And uh, we show up there. And uh, that's when Swear Jar walked in with uh, Kevin Kuypers. It was awesome. Now, um, we had a tournament. We had, um, let's see. Well, 
There was a, there was a no sh- uh, there was one that just was a no call no show, and then my golf partner Rich, COVID positive, he can't go. So we didn't want yet another Eric Zane show podcast uh, super spreader event. So okay, no big deal. The thing went off awesomely, um, and they their grand opening is December thirty. In fact, their phones just turned on today, as I understand it. So you can make. A, um, you can rent it by the hour, the simulators and man, um, you know, you're golfing 18 holes in a short amount of time. It's so much fun. It's great practice. It's wonderful during the off season to be able to get over to there and, uh, and do it. And so, um, the idea was let's get audience members together and, uh, have a tournament. So what I did was I just threw it out there on Facebook and then people who wanted to participate, they just liked it. And if they like it, they're in the running. So then I, I drew names and uh, I reached out to them. And then, so you have a mixed bag of people who, um, you know, different levels of audience participation through Facebook. You don't know exactly what they do, how they consume the show or, or what they know or whatever. It's just, it's random. Um, but with the exception of Kyler and Kevin, I said, hey, you guys, I know you're going to love this. You got to go. And, uh, and I had my daughter, Jackie, and my son-in-law play, too. Everybody else random. Um, had the Lions on. More on that in a second. But um, so one of the things that happened was um, when I get into the whole deal about random people, uh, I sit down with this one dude. Him and his wife showed up. And they're super, super, super sweet. And... uh in fact, I walked in and all these people, I go, all right, welcome. Who wants to talk about Joe? And they go, oh, thank God. We didn't know if we should say anything. They all wanted to talk about Joe. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. Let's get into it. Holy shit. Um, so that was uh, kind of like your icebreaker. And then I'm talking to this other dude and he goes, so Zane, uh, what have you been doing since uh, he, first of all, he asked me, he goes, so what happened when you got fired? He goes, can I just ask you something, frankly? I go, yeah. He goes, what happened? So I told him. And uh, I go, well, you know, I've, I've said this before. I would uh, repeatedly say things when I would make fun of everyone. I'd make fun of sponsors. And then they'd get pissed off. And then they'd call the radio station. And my, my boss would say, ah, he's just kidding. Relax. No big deal. Give him some free advertising. He'll be fine. And then one day he got fired. So they bring in a new guy who's just a total fucking putz. And uh, his name was Russ. And he's like, oh, God, we can't. I don't know how to handle him. He's a a live wire. And Russ was horrible. And so uh, then I'd get in trouble. And then um, uh, fucking Russ wouldn't put out the fire. And then the final nail in the coffin was. One of the final nails in the coffin was when I pissed off the Michigan Department of Health with their AIDS commercial playing AIDS drops uh, over the AIDS commercial. It's hilarious. They did not like that at all. Got in big trouble. Russ fucking suspended me. Find me. He find me like a week's pay. And then um, it happened again, like 10 months later with the fucking Delta plex. And then Russ fired me. So that's that. I think because that's it. I go, yeah, that's it. I go, I didn't say anything racist. I didn't touch anybody. I didn't finger a kid. Nothing fucking lick a dog's asshole no 
That's ridiculous. And then uh, he goes, so what do you do now? And I didn't, I didn't have the heart to tell him, but I had to tell him. I didn't, I didn't want to tell him, but I, I had to tell him. I go, well, I've been podcasting for four years. Four years? I go, yeah. I've been podcasting a lot. And uh, he goes, oh, how do I listen to it? I go, do you listen to podcasts? And he says, no. Uh, right. He did. He listened to something. No, he goes, I listen to Sirius. I go, oh. I go, well, just search my name, and it's the easiest thing in the world. So simple. You'll find it, and then you just listen to it. Oh. So, you know, hopefully he will. If not, no big deal. Um, I figure eventually people will find it. But what's interesting about this is um, these people like the Facebook post. They see it on Facebook. They see that I'm doing the golf thing, and they're like, yeah, hey, I want to go, but I post every day on Facebook. <laughs> Here's my podcast. Um, one of the groups that came in, the guy who won, because there was money on the line. So we get down to the finals. It was Garrett and Nick taking on uh, Austin and Ian in the finals. So it's best ball. And you, you know, you either get the hole or you get a, you get a half a hole. Or you either win the hole, lose the hole, or get a half a point. So out of nine holes, you got to uh, win the majority of those, and then you win. There's a, a three, $300 purse. 220 goes to the winners. They split that, and then 80 bucks to the runner-up. So uh, Austin and Ian won the damn thing. But Garrett and Nick, Garrett's like, I got to go home. My wife's bugging me. And I go, well, guess what, fucker? You're in the finals. So you better tell her that there's money on the line and you need to win. So he did. He like dropped the hammer. I go, you better cash in this. We, we can make money ticket. He did. So he stuck with it, him and Nick, but fuck it. They lost. So uh, Austin and Ian win it. They take home the cash. They brought with them this dude named Joe, who was just an absolute uh, riot. Okay. And Joe um, he, since my partner had COVID couldn't play rich, Joe was my, my partner. And, uh, he, you know, I was the worst, but he was uh second worst. And, um, I may have been the worst, but I didn't damage the facility because take a look at this, uh, in this image right here, see, that's the drop ceiling. And you see that hole in the drop ceiling, Nick shot one so poorly it, he missed the enclosure. This is the enclosure right here. All right. And he missed the enclosure and actually uh, the ball went into this. Look at the hole. It's just the same size as a golf ball. Goes right into the drop ceiling. It's it's up there somewhere. So on the not even the grand opening. And uh, audience member Joe uh, puts a hole in the drop ce ceiling and uh, Jacob goes, ah, fuck it. Don't worry about it. Those things are $2 a piece. So that was, that was a big, it's just funny. My God. Um, you must check that place out. It's um, quite a bit cheaper than X golf, like $20 an hour cheaper than X golf. X golf overprices it at 60 bucks an hour. I, I forget. I want to make sure I don't want to speak. Um, and say it wrong. So I should 
get Jacob on the phone here. He's, uh, of course, the guy who owns it is Jacob Bennett, who also has Bennett flooring installation. And he's been wanting to do this for some time. Loves golf and. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good. Hey, thanks again for hosting. Yeah, no problem. I was just doing the podcast here, and I um, your your phones are going to go live today for people who want to sign up uh, and rent the place. Yep. Um, at M thirty seven Hackers, what is the number again? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, just look it up. It's on the Facebook page. What's that? Is it on the Facebook page? The uh, yeah, phone it's number? Yeah, on there. Okay. Yep. All right. Good. Now. Um, Sorry, I don't have it memorized. Yeah, I, I know. No one ever does that. I I, I barely know my own. Um, <laughs> is, is it forty bucks an hour? Yes. Forty bucks an hour, which is ridiculously cheaper than uh, like X Golf, who overprices it at like sixty bucks an hour. So forty bucks an hour, and there's all sorts of leagues that are gonna, that are going to unfold for people, and also there's memberships and stuff like that. That you guys yep. have, so that's that's very cool. Yep, and we'll be posting a lot of that stuff here shortly on the Facebook, um, probably just shortly after Christmas, so before we open, so everyone knows exactly. Uh, I was just going over how Joe, the dude, put the hole in the drop ceiling. Yep, yep. Did you see it when it happened? Yeah, yeah, I was right there. <laughs> I'm sure he felt bad, but you explained to him that that's that's no big deal. Uh, uh, those things cost like two bucks a piece. Yep. Uh, yeah, we we have we have a whole bunch of them. We knew that was going to happen at some point. Right, right, right. Just as long as now I'm showing the image of uh, Austin and Ian who won the thing, um, and uh, and and above them is one of the sensors. Um, yep. Just as long as those don't get hit, correct? Yep. Well, we, we tested it out and, uh, sure enough, I, you know, in doing the testing, I shot one that missed it by about three inches. Okay. Yeah. And I said, okay, well, we're going to have to guard those things. Right. Right. Broke. Right. So we had some specialty, uh, I forget what it's called, but the same thing NASCAR uses on their windshield. We had made nice to, uh, go around them. So, (laughs) so that wouldn't happen. Uh, follow the M37 Hackers on Facebook. You can see it right now if you're enjoying the uh, uh, live stream of the show. And the phone number is 269-205-2095 yep. if you want uh, more information. Okay. Hey, thanks for hosting, okay? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thanks a lot. <laughs> All right, buddy. See thanks for everyone who came out. By yes, the way. that was great. That was fantastic. Justin donated his 50 bucks on Golden Tea to the Great Food Giveaway nice yeah so and that was that was awesome too all right thank you buddy all right thanks see ya that's uh jacob bennett from bennett flooring installation uh, great guy great great guy yeah golden tea too they got golden tea oh my god we did a bunch of fun shit there's me with my putt that's the length of the putt that you had to sink to win the 50 bucks nobody got it but i came damn close i wouldn't have kept the money i would have donated it of course uh, and then my drop, this is terrible. This is an awful putt by me. Look at that shit. Fucking horrible. I overshot it by like a mile. My first tee shot. No practice. You ready? 
shot that was halfway decent the rest sucked all right um okay so that was a good time and um a lot of other things going on when we were there in particular the lions which i want to talk about in just a second here uh actually i'm gonna talk about right now um holy fuck um it's very important that me in my own brain I keep my enthusiasm in check. It always has to be in my brain that we have to expect the worst and yet still cheer and have a good time. It's a very, very odd scenario to be having this team to be having this success that they're having in the way that they've done it. Keep in mind, while all of the attention on, in some cases, a lot of a national level, because like on foot, uh, Football Night in America last night, they were talking about the Lions quite a bit. Chris Collinsworth, during the Giants-Redskins game, he takes time out during that game to say, gotta love the Lions. I'll give some love to the Lions. And it's like, what? that's really... Uh, saying something if while he's focused on another game he's mentioning this the Lions that they fucking beat the Jets and now um, after starting one and six have flipped it and have gone six and one so what was interesting about this game and I don't want to uh, uh, Kool-Aid out on you too much but so the boys start and we're at uh, M37 Hackers and uh, they drive down the field, this super long drive, and they get all the way to like the one-inch line, and then they fuck it up, and they get stuffed, you know? And then Milf Hunter comes on for the Jets, and uh, he doesn't do shit with it, so they punt. And uh, dude for the Lions, I think his name is Khalif Raymond, he gets the punt, and he fucking runs it all the way back and sticks it up their ass, touchdown, you know? And then the Lions get like a couple of field goals, but uh, actually the Jets scored. They tied it. And then the Lions, they don't score anymore for the whole fucking game. They get field goals. So then um, after it was 10-10, what the fuck happened? Wait, no, was was it 13-10? Yeah, 13-10 Lions. And then the Jets scored late. And then I'm like, okay, this is how it's going to be. There was like four minutes to go, three and a half minutes to go, some shit. And then I'm like, but I don't know, something about this team that I was like, ah, boy, they got it to a point where uh, they were, they had moved the ball in a, like, and they got in some positive yards, but it came down to like fourth and inches. Now there's two minutes to go in the game. If they don't get this, the game ends, they're going to lose. And they uh, had this play where uh, Jared Goff gets the ball. And the on the far right side of the offensive line is this tight end named Brock Wright. And he kind of throws a block. 
And then you see him kind of like peel off of the block while the whole play is going to the right. And he just kind of floats over to the left and he's wide open. Everybody is going to the right and following the play that way. And he's so fucking open. Now this dude, he dropped the ball earlier. So I was like, oh no, don't drop it. Easiest pitch and catch in the world. Goff throws it and a dude catches it. So he's got the first down. He starts running and then there's no one around the motherfucker. And he just rumbles 50 fucking yards and scores a touchdown. Holy shit. The Lions are now leading by three points. Oh, fuck yes. Oh, my God. But there's so much time. The Jets have a minute 50 and three timeouts. Milf Hunter comes back out. Right away, we sack him. Boom. I'm like, holy shit. Oh, fuck, man. This is incredible. Time's ticking. Uh, the clock management was horrible by the Jets. They had three timeouts. They rushed to the line. They should have called a timeout. They didn't do that shit. Whatever. Eventually, it comes down to this one particular play with just a handful of seconds. They got to get in field goal range. And uh, kind of like a crazy-ass play. Some dude for the Jets gets it. And uh, I'm like, oh, there it is. That's, that's the Lions' way to end this. This guy is going to get the first down. But then they tackle him, and the clock expires. So I'm like, oh, my God, a clock, the clock. Holy shit, the clock. We're all jumping up and down at M37 Hackers. Holy fucking shit, we just won. And then, of course, of course, now this is so Lions. The ref says, there's one second left. Put a second back on the clock. Oh, no, of course, of course there's a second left. And, of course, the kicker's nickname is Greg the Leg. The guy can kick it from like 95 yards, like, and it would go through the net. He's incredible. So I got, all right, this is where it ends. This is where the magic ends. It's over. And he missed. He was wide by a lot. And they fucking won. What the fuck is happening? All right. So I'm not getting, I am, I am keeping this in check. It's great. I'm happy. I, I am not, I am going into this. Expect the worst hope for the best. But I will say that last week at this time, the lions had a 23, I think it was a 23% chance of making the playoffs of the teams that have a shot. That's pretty slim. This week, Seattle lost. And of course, someone's going to lose between the Giants and the Redskins. So now, after that win, the Lions have a 39% chance of making the playoffs. Oh, 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 come on. Fucking knock it off. There's three games left this week. I didn't look to see who they played, but I found out because it showed up on my Twitter feed. I'm trying to not get that wound up. But I did look at the other teams that have a shot uh, that are ahead of them, their chances of making the playoffs. And who they play, you know. Uh, So the Lions, they travel to Carolina. Uh, I think they've won five or six games or something like that. All games in the NFL on the road are tough. And uh, so... 
What are, there, there, there is, there are no gimmies here. None. Fuck. The Houston Texans gave Kansas City all they could handle yesterday. All right. Um, and Carolina, actually, I think they still actually have a shot at the NFC South. Um, and it's at Carolina, so that's that is not going to be easy. There is no way. That is going to be easy. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate that. Subscribing. Um, in addition, the Washington Commanders, they lost yesterday. And they play. Don't tell me. Don't tell. Please, no one tell me. Uh, hold on. They play at San Francisco. San Francisco is pretty damn good. And uh, they've won their division. So I don't know what they're playing for, though. Are they trying to get a home? I'm, I, I guess I don't know uh, what is at stake. Because I, I want them to, wa- you know, not want to put, I don't want them to put their scrubs in. And I don't think they would. So what I'm hoping for is that San Francisco, San Francisco at home is going to be favored in that game. There's no doubt. And then Seattle, who's also 7-7, seven and seven, they travel to Kansas City. So, those are tough games. The Giants, I think they play the Eagles. Uh, Giants schedule. Uh, I'm sorry. They play the Vikings at the Vikings. Who clinched the... Did you see that shit? Holy fuck. Hold on. The the, uh, fucking Vikings were trailing... Um, don't tell me who are they losing to? Oh, Indianapolis, who's kind of a dumpster fire. They've only won like four games this year. Jeff Saturday is their coach for some unexplicable reason. The, uh, uh, Colts were rubbing the, uh, Vikings noses in shit. 33 to zero at the half. And the Vikings came back and won it. That is the uh, that is the biggest comeback ever. Wow. The Vikings won it and they uh, ended up winning the uh, division. The uh, division champions, NFC North. Because there was still a shot if they lost all their games and Detroit won other games that Detroit could win the division. Uh, but that no more. Just a fucking meltdown. 33 nothing. If you, okay, so the Colts bring in this guy, Jeff Saturday, who's never coached a day in his life. They bring him from TV. He used to play for the Colts. They make him the fucking coach for some reason. And he wins his first game. And since then, it's been all a big pile of shit. If you're Jeff Saturday, you just resign. Okay, you don't even worry about getting fired. Just quit. If you lose 33-0, you basically just take off your headphones and say, all right, I'm out. Enough of this shit. I'm going back to TV. If you give up a 33 to nothing lead and end up losing the fucking game, yeah, you need to be out of the league. There is no place for you in football if that happens. Okay. Each and every day I get done with this podcast. And then I get my ducks in a row, as I like to say, and I do the Patreon bonus podcast. Uh, Audience supported, commercial free, patreon.com slash eric zane 
uh, happens Monday through Friday, the Patreon bonus. Then I also uh, have a number of other shows, six other bonus episodes, including two Lost Zane recordings, the Insane Asylum, Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, and then um, Who Are These Zanes, which is listening to old radio work by your pal Eric, and then Ben and I make fun of how terrible it was slash is. In some cases, still is. Uh, that is how we do it on Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The open and live stream of today's show brought to you by Sarah Honda Granville, S-E-R-R-A, sarahhondagranville.com. Uh, as I've said before, um, your support of the sponsors uh, is what makes this show go round. If I didn't have sponsors that you are supporting as an audience, I would not be doing the free podcast for very soon four years. January 6th, which is the date of the insurrection anniversary and the date of this podcast start. Uh, January 6th is uh, the date of my first podcast. I, if it wasn't for your support, I wouldn't be able to do it. So please support the sponsors when the need arises. I describe it to um, folks as when uh, advertising, marketing on the Eric Zane Show podcast basically involves when the message meets the need if you're in the need in need for a new vehicle or a certified pre-owned vehicle you need to call upon sarah honda granville they are along kennewa avenue in granville just north of 44th street uh, go there test drive a brand new vehicle and then um, let them know exactly what you want on the vehicle what options and then a couple of weeks pass, the vehicle shows up at yours. Custom made for you. That's how it works. If you want to drive off the lot in a brand in a certified pre-owned vehicle, you can do that as well. That's Sarah Honda Granville. They have Michigan's largest selection of certified pre-owned vehicles. SarahHondaGranville.com. Thank you. Um, just a little side note um, about Sarah Honda Granville. Um they give and i know the dollar amount um but i probably shouldn't say they fund the freebird hot wing show holiday break-in and that's yet another reason why when you need a vehicle you go to sarah honda granville that is spectacular so uh those folks on the radio they uh, accumulate a pile of money to buy um, Christmas for families in the community. And then they, if you don't know, they then uh, show up like on the down low. It's a great idea. Great promotion, not promotion. Great, uh, great thing they do. And then give all the Christmas to the people who have no idea it's coming. And they come home from work and the kids come home and they're like, what the fuck just happened here? That is powered by Sarah Honda Granville. So, um, you know, in the spirit of giving uh well done by everybody see i can be nice from time to time uh anyway kent county health department access kent.com slash health great organization um, and this applies to any county's health department all right but um they mark it on the show to make sure that i can talk uh, that, that that people that listen 
um, are aware. And uh, frankly, every uh, health department should do this. But the things that are available to help you when you're in need uh, really go a long way. And uh, that's what it's all about at the Kent County Health Department. Right now, though, the WIC program keeps families uh, fed. And for the love of God, if you are like, uh, we're struggling, would you please reach out to the Kent County Health Department to see if you qualify for WIC? That keeps your family fed. Baby formula, uh, meats, cheeses, milk, bread, all that stuff. And you can take advantage of this if you, uh, if you qualify for as long as it takes till you get on your feet. Uh, reach out by first going to the website, accesskent.com slash health. Uh, there, there's a phone number. You can call and talk to a real live person and they will help you. Thank you to TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. We got a paintball event coming up. Paintball war number 21. Um, I think it's 21. It might be 22. I keep, I don't know. I'm just going to say 21 until further notice. Um, at uh, TC Paintball on January 15th. I want you there. All right. I will be reaching out to the usual suspects who... Uh, uh, Tyler is the only one. Tyler K reached out and said, I will be there, Eric Zane. Thank you. So right now, it's Tyler and me, and that is all. Everybody else is like, you know I'm going to be there. It's like, no, I don't. I don't know that. I would love it if you would uh, uh, ease my anxiety and let me know, okay? Eric at EricZaneShow.com, or if you got my phone number, text me that you're coming. Uh, otherwise, book an event at TC Paintball. I tell you what, that's a great way to shake away the uh, st- uh, cooped up inside blues you get at this time of year because it's going to be so damn cold with snow everywhere, for God's sake. Uh, book an event at TC Paintball online at tcpaintballgr.com. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Okay, it is time for your old pal Eric Zane to take a break. Enough yelling! Why do you yell so much, Eric? I don't know. All right. Ben writes, I'm on a Zoom and I almost lose it with gotta air out the old sack. Did I say that? No, Ryan said that. Oh, O'Neal leg in the air like he just don't care. Ryan says gotta air out the old sack. Maureen says that made me LOL. Bruce just yanked his spot after he fell off. And then Ben laughed at gotta air out the old sack. His sack has no balls in it, though. He's been fixed. Uh, Aram says someone should publicize these events on the uh, former, formerly known as Zaniacs United Facebook group. Yeah, you know, let's just let them be racist and miserable. 
and bigoted and scuzzy. Let's leave them alone. We don't want we don't want anything to do with them. Even if it's a charitable thing. Let's just let them sit around and hate black people because that's all they do. All right? Let's 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 make it a new year's resolution to let that all go. They're gone. They're not part of this group anymore. They won't be and they're all going to be divorced and unemployed before too long. So they've got enough on their plates. All right, it's already begun. Sean says Aram is in love with them. And then he says he mentions them every single day. I I I don't yeah, I I don't know about that. I don't think Aram is in love with them. Okay. But yeah, I, we should just let them kind of wither away like O'Neill's balls when he was uh, neutered. Okay, I will be back in a moment. Don't go anywhere. You want to go around the radio dial when I get back? Let's go around the radio dial when I get back. Da, 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 da. Around the radio dial. Around the dial, yeah. We're going around the dial, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> Hang on. Jesus. got to clean this place. Okay. Uh, how do I do this? Okay. Turn that on. There's a static. Starting in the far left. 88.1 for those of you keeping track at home. Guess I never was what you wanted of me. Spent so long That's beautiful. I love her voice. Sounds like uh, NPR. I like this. I like this. Got a little mountain town to it. Mountain town. Why'd I say mountain town? Oh, I got a uh, Shazam. Sometimes you could be as gentle as a lamb, then you turn around and be a different kind of man. Hourglasses by they Tiffany Pollock and Company. And and Sounds great. This is the music I like now. This is what happens when you get old. You just start to fucking calm down. The Fromenthal Center played Mother Ginger with West Michigan Youth Theater. So we were out and about, and what a wonderful crowd you were. There we are. Get out and enjoy your community. And yes, it's cold this week. Winter officially starts this coming Wednesday. There you are. Here we go. Two-hour show for you. Get ready. Buckle up. Buckle up. Roving microphone out and about. Visiting those on behalf of our great Muskegon's Indigro. What the fuck is going on here? Buckle up. The opportunity to make the tour with Karen. Did you hear she like potted the uh, music up? Take a listen. 
What am I listening to? Rolling microphone out and about. Indigro is where we visit. It's in Muskegon, one of 11 cannabis micro businesses oh, in Jesus. Michigan. First in the city of Muskegon, only cannabis business located downtown. Let's catch up with husband and wife, Karen and Stephen Kakalik. Indigro, you both have it uh, on your vests, and let's talk about where <laughs> we are finding this is uh, like coffee talk in the heart of Muskegon. Yeah, so we are we're honored to be here, the only cannabis micro business that's downtown Muskegon. Um, we are essentially your microbrewery. We're your one stop shop here. We're hyper local. We a lot I don't of know buzzwords here. Muskegon. We're, we essentially we grow, process, and sell all our own material. We don't sell any outside. I love material. how the uh, really I love I love how the cannabis industry has turned to be so informative and um, business-like. We've been working out of this building for about two years. Now we had to do Essentially, a lot of Essentially, you know, we need to have just a pothead say, yeah, we're going to sell you stuff that's going to get you stoned. We are kind of in your lobby, Indigo Craft Cultivation. So one walks Indigo in and Craft Cultivation. Yes. They're growing okay. pot and we're using words like hyper-local and craft Cannabis. Logged into our system, and then a bud tender will come and walk them through our showroom, explain to them our processes, what products we have available, and that all the products Stupid. here are made. In our series, where we're taking a look at the Christmas story through different characters in the Bible, oh, no. you can always come and listen online. Our website listen is open to this guy's voice. and you can stream the program or download an MP3 Got for some free. Pipes. You can also listen on the go if you have the Open the Bible app. That's free. You'll find it at your favorite app store. And you can listen to both this daily radio program, our weekly program. You can read our daily devotional, our blog, and find a lot of other resources. I love this guy's voice. your walk with Jesus. Again, the app is free. It's at your Chris writes, I want weed to be illegal again just so we don't have to hear morons talk about weed anymore. Oh, it's that one guy singing all the Christian songs again. I can put devil voice on this. Just breathe. It's a little brighter. It's Jeremy and Amanda. 91.3 Okay. I need some... Right when he was about to sing. Okay, I need to hear him sing. This, the one time that I don't want them... All the times I don't want them to sing. They're singing. Yeah, so the next time someone's talking. Drive away, 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 drive away
just i gotta at some point stop it though oh my god what a day can't wait until we get to the free beer and howling's best of they're having a best of show today why are they having a best of show today This 
is so, so stupid. Okay. Uh, continuing on with um, Around the Dial. Singing songs about Trotters, you know, you go out there, you throw the ball around with the fans, and you have fun. This, this is the National Football League, and every week you gotta come to play. You can't look at the record of the other team and say, "Oh, by the way, uh, you know, we should just throw the ball out there; it's gonna be okay." Yeah. What those other teams are thinking? Yeah. When they get a team that's coming in that's going to the playoffs, you know what those players are thinking? Hey, man, you know what? If we if we beat these dudes, we might knock them out of playoff contention. And so, all right. Because I don't want coins in my purse. Well, I threw them to Michelle McCormick. McDonald's. She doesn't need devil voice. See, too. that's something. I'll just throw the change yeah. in there. I don't mind the change. I don't like to be asked, would you like to donate a dollar? You know, look, lady, if every day I'm at Meyer, if every day I'm at Meyer, you're hitting me up for a buck. I'm, that's a grocery. Dollars or the you need to get it done with new River and Howings are in commercial power tools only at the Home Depot. How before going to the temple that day, I had been praying for a miracle for a long, long time. Elizabeth and I are considered. Elderly. I prefer the term well along in years. Yes, and well, I've been yeah. praying we might finally have a child. Having no I can't handle it with the music. In general. Oh, the more so if you are a priest. The impression people. What is that? Uh, basically. Who knew that the high point of this bit would be? Well, it's got to be. Devil Voice Christian Radio Station. All right. That's it. That's it. We, uh, I should have quit at uh, uh, Devil Voice Christian Radio Station. That'll have to make an appearance again. Or it, you know what's probably going to happen after that one that we just did? It'll never be funny again. It'll never be as funny. But will that stop me from doing it again? Uh, of course not. Of course not. No. All right. Uh, oh man, what a that was that was enjoyable. I really enjoyed that. Okay. Um, I saw something horrible over the weekend. Um, first of all, let me tell you the good. Um, I was at a, I was doing PA work. For a uh, a brand new sports team, and uh, despite all my dogging of the World Cup, which I am going to talk about coming up here, by the way, it was fantastic. I have a full review of the final, which actually was spectacular. I'm not even going to tell you that it sucked. It was it was great. Uh, a lot of people say the best ever, and uh, and I am going to talk about that. Uh, there was also um, I, I hosted. 
PA work for the Rapid City FC soccer team. And uh, they play at a, a venue called MSA Sports Spot in Kentwood, Michigan. Big room. Oh, my God. Enormous. And uh, so they've got an indoor pitch <coughs> about the size of a hockey rink, completely enclosed. Uh, you got six guys on a, on the a side, and you can uh, change on the fly like uh, like hockey, like line changes. So uh, a lot of times the goalie will come out of the goal and act as a uh, as a defender, and uh, so you get a lot of high scoring games. They ended up falling Rapid City, uh, falling Rapid City FC ten to six, uh, but it was packed. I mean, there was a ton of people there. Um, uh, you, you know, you you have uh, bleachers that are set up outside of the uh, glassed in where the boards are, and uh, it, it wasn't an empty seat. And uh, people were drinking beers for just like a few bucks a pop. And uh, I'm standing there uh, doing the game, and uh, this guy comes walking up to me, and uh, he stands next to me. And uh, I, I take a look at him, and he looks at me, and he goes, "Sup?" I go, "Not much. How are you?" He goes, "Not bad." He goes, "Yo, you need any help with a microphone? Just let me know." And I go, "Yeah, I'm gonna take you up on that." And so this guy, you can tell, and because I was, you know, it was it was kind of like that vibe. You could fuck around. Now they they tell you never ever give up the microphone, but I knew this guy. He's just seemed he was like half drunk. His name was Eli, and. uh I could tell he was buzzed. No big deal, though. I go, Eli, I need your help. I want you at the minute when it says one minute remaining, you have to announce one minute uh, remaining under a minute. He goes, under a minute, one minute. I go, no. You have to say one minute remaining and then under a minute. Because about the time you get this done saying one minute remaining, it's actually under a minute. Then everyone's going to look at the clock and then you say under a minute. That's how you do it. Why is that? Why can't I just, I go, cause that's the way it is. I go, I've done this forever. This is how it's done. Are you my guy? Are you going to help me? Eli? He said, yo, I will. Now it's important to point out. That's why I'm saying, yo, that he's black. And, uh, it has a lot to do with this. It's awesome because his spirit and soul exuded everything I wanted ever to be in the world. Okay. So he gets on the mic and he holds it. And he puts it up. He's holding it like Eminem. And he says, one minute remaining under a minute. And then he looks at me and I go, yes. And he gives me the mic back and he goes, all right. And so uh, he goes, what else can I do? I go, why don't you sell some beer? And I hold up this sign and it's, it's a beer price. He goes, yo, get a Bud Light, five bucks, Tecate, Modelo, six bucks, White Claw, six bucks. And then I take the mic back. I go, can you uh, freestyle rap uh, no beat about the beer? He goes, yeah. I go, and now his friends are dying, okay? Uh, and they're all like just falling over themselves, laughing their asses off. Everybody knows each other there. And uh, he goes, yo, you want a beer? Go get it. You got a, you got money? Then bet it. And he's he's basically doing that. Uh, you know my name. Don't forget it. And so I go, oh my God, this is fantastic. And uh, and so then I take the mic back. And for the rest of the evening, 
every time I would say, ladies and gentlemen, uh, don't forget, if you want a beer, go get it. And everybody just fucking laughing their asses off because it was just fantastic. So everything was going fantastic and great. And then, you know, halftime and then third third quarter uh, where there's a minute 30 left. And as I say to Eli, I go, buddy, you're going to do the minute again. And he goes, all right, I'm your guy. And uh, then, um, well, put a pin in that. Put a pin in that point. I'll come back to that point. Um, later on in the game, in the fourth quarter, I saw something. The goalie for the team from Cleveland, I actually saw a foot kick him in the face. He was down getting the ball, and the the shoe for uh, on the guy for our team, he went to kick in the ball or something like that, and the foot, the foot kicked him right in the face. It was so incredible. I was like, Oh my God. And this goalie, he goes down like a ton of bricks. And he is his big goalie mixer over his face. He's like, oh, fucking face. Holy shit. And they, they they get him on his feet and then they, they get him off and the backup comes in. Okay. And uh the backup's in there, and then uh I I see you can't really hear because of the plexiglass. Um, they're like stuffing cotton up the goalie's nose. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, is this guy going to come back in the game? He just got kicked in the head. And uh, the backup is like, no, stay there. Stay there. I can, I got this. We're going to, we're going to win the game. They ended up winning. And then the goalie comes back out. He goes, I'm fine. Get your ass back in there. And so the goalie's got actual like uh, tampons up his nose. Cause his nose was destroyed. And uh, he finished the game. I was like, oh my God, these soccer players are tough as shit. <laughs> Senor Baroni was there. Uh, Joey Baroni, he's like the godfather of Grand Rapids soccer. And uh, he actually taught Spanish to my kids. Uh, he was there talking to Baroni for extended time. And the reason why I'm, I'm talking about that is because we had a lot of time to talk. Because from the moment, the moment where the guy got kicked in the face to back to a minute 30 in the third when I'm getting ready to hand Eli, you want a beer, go get it, the microphone. Something happened that put everything on hold for the next hour and a half to two hours. There was a delay, and the players were standing around, and for an hour and a half to two hours, they were getting hungry. They were going to the snack bar, and I'm not kidding you, getting nachos and snacks and eating to keep their energy up because they still, they're going to finish the game. But there was a big delay in the game that happened at a minute 30 left in the third quarter. And that was a moment where our guy, his name is Cole Russell. Uh, he underwent surgery yesterday. Cole is dribbling down the field, running at top speed. And this happened so fast. And, I, I'm not exactly sure, but there was some type of collision. There's speculation whether or not it should have happened, whether it might have been dirty, but uh, uh, there was a collision and a loud sound. It sounded like uh, some type of bomb went off, and that was both a combination of the ball getting between the two players 
and uh, Cole's leg breaking in half. I witnessed the muppetiest of floppity that I have ever cringiest of bona fide bony. Uh, uh, Kevin Ware, Joe Theismany, Napoleon Kaufman esque, Foldy Boldy, Muppety, Crunchety Crackety, Tibia Fibula, Shatteratter, Breaky Breaky. Uh, and yeah, that happened. And okay, so there's the uh, Ben says you aren't going to show video. I, I don't have video. And so um, the leg is in half below the knee. And it's um, the only thing that's keeping it from flying off is m uh, muscle and skin. Okay. Uh, and it's, there's, you know, yeah, there, there's no audio, but you, it's worse because I'm going to vividly describe it to you. The leg was so broken, and so those two uh, halves, portions of the leg, were so separated that there was a fold in the skin. It was like when you have a uh, you're making an omelet, and you you can fold the skin oh, there the the egg over. It was that type of foldy twisty. Um, you had to kind of like plate, you know, it was completely fucked. Every guy on the field, one of two things happened. They're either going, ah, and, and motioning for help, or they're turning around, um, going, like, hands over their eyes. They can't believe what they've just, they've been traumatized right there. The PTSD just happened. Oh, my God. So everybody's freaked out. They run out onto the field. They help. Trying to calm this guy down. He's laying there. He's not moving. Uh, call the ambulance. Ambulance has to get there. So we're like, holy shit. This is, uh, this is a big one, you know. And uh, you know, we're waiting for the ambulance to get there and. So a minute or two goes by. So they, they should be here any second. And then we start to think this is a, this is a severe winter uh, storm happening. Snow is falling at an incredible pace. We got 18 inches of snow here. And this is in the height of the storm. So every asshole driver needs an ambulance. It's a damn good thing he wasn't bleeding. Because we would have had to tourniquet his leg. Okay. you uh, Moving him is out of the question. Because we'd have to lift him and, and carry his leg. He laid there. For about 100 minutes. With the broken leg. It was incredible. Now he wasn't. At, what's remarkable about this is he's laying there and you would have thought because he didn't go in a sh I don't think he went in a shot because at one point he got up on his arm and he was laying like uh, Burt Reynolds in Playboy magazine. Some of you might get that reference. Like it was fine. He was actually comfortable. He wasn't like in pain. 
Did I say play Playboy? Playgirl magazine. Sorry. Um, and so the poor guy had to lay there with herp derp leg muppety flippity. Uh, all right. So they finally get there. 90 minutes minimum. Maybe more. I didn't look at the time, but it was about that long. First thing they do is put pain medicine in them. IV pain medicine. So, all right. And then they ended up, uh, they ended up getting him on there when they, there was a couple of times that they actually had to like move him and it, it caused like the, the, the appearance of flippity muppity. And uh, a couple of the players saw that and almost barfed on the field. Nerman, Nerman Cernick, legendary soccer name. He's there. He's like, oh, uh, uh, uh. they get this poor guy on there and get him off there. He's okay. Operated on. Uh, someone said there was a, there's a risk of what's called compartments syndrome. Not sure what that is in those types of injuries. If they don't go treated right away, they don't get treated, but he had, he had to lay there for a long time. Holy shit. So I don't know what, man, I, I, I'm sure it's, he's got to be fine, but that was remarkable. They finished the game though. Wow. That was a lot. Uh, I'm sure he'll make a full recovery, but Oh God. To actually see that it was the sound i was like wait what was that what did i just that i just heard leg holy shit outside of that it was great i loved it i had so much fun i prefer the indoor game than the big field okay the big field sucks the only time the big field is any good is when there's a game like there was yesterday and even that, whatever. Okay. And I am going to cover that. It actually did work out. It was good. But I still say the excitement is too few and far in between in most games. Probably not the case with yesterday's game. Yesterday's game up until like the 80-something uh, minute, it was all Argentina. Okay. Beating France. Leading France 2 nothing. France won the World Cup last year. Their coach is a former player. He won the World Cup as a player. I think he, uh, so here he is trying to repeat. Doesn't happen that often. More on that in a second, but I got to catch up on some ads here. Let me talk about Blue Frost IT. All right. If you're in West Michigan, there is only one managed IT service provider that you need to know, and that's Blue Frost IT. If you have a small or a medium-sized business and you do not have a uh, monthly um, subscription, I guess, with Blue Frost IT, well, you are basically on a tightrope with no net because if you suffer an IT meltdown, you have to start from scratch with getting it repaired. And that means you're back of the line. And all those days off while the, the problem gets sorted out means you don't make money. <clears throat> if you have a managed IT service provider uh, or basically your own IT department, you are assured of that not happening. But let's back up. Let's start with an upgrade for your business. You need new tech. Sit down for a 30-minute conversation with Blue Frost IT. All right. They will assess your company's needs, what you need to have brand new uh, tech for your employees. 
It'll help you price all that out and what you need to buy. If you do it on your own, you're going to buy too much, too little, or something wrong. And that takes time. You don't want that. Reach out to Blue Frost IT for a complimentary consultation. Step number one, 616-285-50. 616-285-50. frostit.com. Start there. If the starting point is because you've had a meltdown, that's okay too. They can help you get it fixed and then keep it, make it so that you won't have that problem ever again at Blue Frost IT. Okay, we're talking flooring. Mentioned M37 Hackers earlier. Uh, Bennett Flooring Installation. That's who owns M37 Hackers and the uh, Bennett Flooring Installation. Jacob Bennett. We heard him on the show. Jacob Bennett is the flooring installer, number one in all of West Michigan. So when you're installing the flooring in your home or whatever it is, I guess it would be your home. It wouldn't be your car. Jesus. Uh, reach out to Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167 to have them come to your home and measure the room. I suggest getting the old flooring out yourself, doing away with it, throwing it out, getting the room ready. It's going to save you money when Jake when Jacob shows up there to install the new flooring. 616-318-0167 for Bennett Flooring Installation. Cheaper than anybody else, I can guarantee that. Now the flooring I want you to install uh, that yeah, I want you to install into your home, you should purchase it from Johnson Carpet Discount Outlet. All right, Johnson's Discount Outlet, cheaper than anyone else in the entire state, so well worth the trip. They are in Granville, Michigan, on Chicago Drive, right behind Little Caesars. Okay, now super important between now and the next five months or so to go to Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet and buy flooring and use my name because, first of all, you save 10%. But they're keeping track of customers that listen to the Zane Show podcast. If you keep coming in and buying flooring from them, I get credit. When I get credit, that means they sign up for more marketing. When they sign up for more marketing... I still do the podcast. See how that works? So if you need flooring and you want to keep the Eric Zane Show podcast solvent and in the black, go to be- go to Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. And you're going to absolutely want to because it's the lowest price in the state. And then you add 10% off when you mention my name. So do it at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Ugly beige building. Small red sign behind Little Caesars, north side of the street, Chicago Drive, Granville, Michigan. Okay? Okay. You're like Eric Zane, how the hell are you going to get into the World Cup? Trust me. I can I can do this. Uh, Kyle says, how could France win the World Cup last year? World Cup happens every four years. Ah, semantics. Whatever. They won the last World Cup is what I'm trying to say. You knew what I meant, right? Uh, Ben adds, can't drop the E out of you. I need carpet. Well, there you go. You go see him. Was it Muppety Floppity soccer talk? Ben writes, well, yeah, but that was the indoor game. We're talking the, we're talking World Cup soccer. Okay. Which I have said on this show is shit. But yesterday. Uh, center stage, Argentina and, uh, France. 
Argentina's leading at 2 nothing. <clears throat> I was listening to the radio on my way to M37 Hackers on uh, 96.1 the game. And the two yahoos that got on there, one guy says, it's over. Uh, Argentina's going to play keep away, and that's it. The game is over. Not over. Because some dude for France, I think his name is uh, Bappe, and he spells it M-B-A-P-P-E. Bappe scored two goals in 90 seconds. Uh, this is the second one. Audio check, video check. My favorite part of this is the Telemundo announcer. Va a pasar a Cunha gran velocidad por izquierda. Ahí va Messi, lo corretea Coman. Look at that. Did you see that guy? He just he walked up to Messi and just said, "Get the fuck out of the way. I want this ball." And just shoved that fucker right to the ground. Here's Messi. He's thinking, "Oh yeah, man, can't wait to go get some pussy after we win this game." There's only ten. There's only a handful of minutes left. That's what he's thinking about right now. And then this dude with the sweet hair comes, "Give me that fucking ball, motherfucker." Watch this. Give the ball, bitch. He takes the ball. Okay, now Bappe just gave it to this motherfucker. This is a give and go. He's going to pass it to him, and then Bappe is going to take off like a bat out of hell. Uh, I got it wrong. Bappe got the ball from the dude. That's what's that. That's Bappe. See, I know. Oh! There's the Macron. <laughs> do it again, do it again. Yes, yes. They're not even in the, in the U.S. version of this. They're just, they're actually describing the play because they all see the same feed. Telemundo guy just goes go. I love the language. Spanish is awesome. I wish I spoke it. When I was talking to Senor Baroni. He speaks Italian, Spanish, and English. I go, what? I go, well, Italian was first. He goes, yeah. And then I played soccer with a bunch of Spanish guys, so I picked that up. I, he goes, I just, for some reason, picked language up. He had a 25-year teaching career as a Spanish teacher. All right. Um, so there's that. Uh, here's, from that point on, after Bappe's goal to tie it at two, okay, um, a lot happened. This, because this one had to go to PKs. Hands to it, but the power and the execution from Kylian Mbappe. The French have been down and out, and they have risen back. Okay, look at this. This is 93 minutes in. So is that? Are they saying is that is that extra time? Is that how that works? Side and he has to the byline. Come on. Defending him back into the middle to Paul Lionel Messi. 
shit! Did you see that save? Latour Martinez wants it through. What a ball! Martinez brings it down. Martinez puts it wide. TL Messi's way offside. Lifted forward. Latour Martinez is going to get to that one. Knocks it down for Messi. Into the middle. Fernandez. Latour Martinez. Oh! Oh! Okay, so the fucker kicked it. Goalie saved it. Other dude kicked it. Dude is over the line. So that's a goal. Did it cross the line? Yes, it did. We'll have to wait and see on the replay. The ball absolutely crosses the line. Initially, okay, Messi's off, offside. That doesn't matter. Latar Martinez onside. Lays it off. It's the second one here. When the ball comes off his foot. Oh, boy, that's close. I think he's on. It's a goal. It it's a goal. All right. So now it's three to two in extra time. So I don't know. That's the one thing about soccer. I don't know. You know. Uh, the first half's 45 minutes, second half, 45 minutes. And then for some reason, like that's not the end of the fucking game. I don't know anything about this extra time shit or overtime or whatever the fuck. The, the, the length of the game varies, I guess, you know? So who knows? And then you never know when it's over. It's like the, all of a sudden it's like, I think it's the ref has got like a Timex watch on. He goes, all right. Yeah, it looks good. That's the end of the game. Assholes. Outswinger from Ham in deep and flicked away. Mbappe, that was blocked. Was it? So I guess they play like six hours or something. And I think it's Mbappe, like that song by Hanson. It's Montiel. Look, it's a hundred percent. Okay, yeah, hand to God. This dude's doing the fucking Diego Maradona. Is that right? Is that a is that a correct reference? Number four touched it with his hand when, when this guy Mbappe kicked it. Penalty. Now the 118th minute. Yes! So now this this motherfucker Mbappe, he's got three goals. This final, Konate launches it long. Kolomani! No! Oh, what a save! So now after like five hours of uh, soccer, these guys do penalty kicks to determine the winner. France will shoot first. And Martinez got a piece of it. So best of five on the PKs. Rolls it in. So one round in the books, they both got one. Saved! Would you score? Okay, second round, Argentina scores, France does not. So it's 2-1, Argentina, PKs. Okay, so now this is bad because France now, they've got three attempts and only one point in, on PKs. If, uh, let's see, does that mean, so one. Okay, now Argentina gets the kick. Yes! So that means that with a three to one lead in PK, France needs to make their next two and Argentina needs to fuck up their next two. So now it's three to two, Argentina. They get this. It's over. Yes. Right? Yeah, that's it. It's over. So they, they, they win the PKs four to two, which means they win the game four to three. This Lionel Messi 
The uh, only reason why I know this guy's name is because when I, Ernie used to watch soccer in between moments when he's yelling at Jackie. Uh, and so I, I think that was like his favorite player. He's got the stupid trophy. They carried him off the field. There more to this? I don't know if there is. I think my internet just died. I hope not. Um, this is the announcer for uh, this is the announcer for Argentina. Uh, on Andres Cantor. I've I've heard that name before. Legendary name. He starts to weep. This is such a big deal for this guy. Montiel. This is during those PKs that we just watched. He's like, I can do it too. Okay, so it's over. They just won. Argentina campeón is what he's saying. After he screamed out, go! You see, this is the U.S. If we won, we won't. But if we did, we would never have this type of emotion. And that's because soccer sucks dick. Okay. We would not, our announcers would not weep. We don't, we don't care. It's, it's even the, even the U.S. Alexi Lawless and uh, whoever the other dumb fuck is that uh, Landon Donovan. If we won, they would just be like, eh. Uh, fucking whatever. Who cares? You know, it's just soccer. Let's go. Let's go watch some football. You see, we would never have this type of passion. You got to be a fiery Latino uh, or, well, pretty much not necessarily a Latino anywhere else in the world because the rest, that's why the U.S. is number one. We're the number. We have the best military. We're the richest country because we don't like soccer. All these shithole poverty countries, they like soccer. And that's why. All right, quit it, quit it. He's crying. Quit crying, Jesus. We need the other guy to punch this dude right in the face. <clears throat> Come on, get your shit together. Now the other guy's crying. No, both these pussies are crying. La selección argentina de Lionel Scaloni es campeón del mundo. Argentina. Argentina campeón del mundo. Manolo. All right. There you go. That is that that concludes uh the soccer talk for the next four years 
Uh, Blue State Rob, who loves this garbage, writes, hardest trophy to win in sports. Uh, That's a ridiculous statement. You have no knowledge. You have no idea. I don't have any idea. There is, you have never played any sport. You do not speak from a place of experience. Nick says they need to increase the PK distance to give the goalie a chance. It's either that or stop doing the World Cup. And I vote stop doing the World Cup. Uh, I've got the suggestion to put devil voice on the goal. Uh, I don't know if I can do that here because I'm going from a different source. Let me see. Maybe I can pull this off. This might take me a second, but it's probably worth it. Le pica por derecha Colomani la quiere Turán por adentro. Revivió Francia. Pelota cruzada para Mbappé. Deja para Turán. Mbappé. Gol. I might have to come back. Let's try. I I I really hate doing. What it involves is like basically, but this that would be great. So that's why it's worth. Argentina campeón. Golazo de Kylian Mbappé para empatar. Mbappé devil I don't know if I want to if I, okay I'll try it you want me 
Argentina guy crying with devil voice. This one is be easier to do. Uh, I think. Wasted so much time screwing around with the uh, with devil voice, but that's okay. Uh, Rob says it sounds like an orgasm. Uh, Adam says I used to be indifferent towards soccer. After talking about it today, I hate it. So thanks. Uh, Chris says just start with the penalty t- uh, kicks. Blue State Rob offended that people don't like soccer. Just a typical Gen X dipshit that didn't grow up with the game. So are you telling me I, that people have to grow up with the game in order to like it? I grew up with the game. I played it. My dad was the coach. It sucked. Some of the worst times I was like, Dad, you realize I could be home beat I could be home beaten off right now and and, and uh, which is all I do, and you want me to play soccer? I suck. The game sucks. It's boring. Fruit snacks or uh, uh, juice, uh, what do you call it? Orange slices and fucking uh, 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 Capri Sun. Ugh. Horrible. I remember when my kids were playing soccer, there was um, there was a guy that was the coach of my kid's team, and he was a, he was a real old school idiot, like 1970s type of old school. And one of the kids on Jim's soccer team was was fat as fuck. He made he made him do shirts and skins, and I'll never forget it. This is probably well, Jim's twenty six now. He's probably eight at the time. I was probably about ten at the time, so sixteen years ago or so, a couple of years, probably about two thousand six. And uh, this guy he goes, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know what the deal is, but some of you guys are a little flabby. Uh, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go home and quit eating the cheeseburgers. You're looking a little soft. And this kid had like tits, you know. And I was like, oh my god, what the how the fuck can you say that to this kid? That is that is not okay. You don't do that shit. You don't tell the truth. If you got a bunch of kids on your soccer team and one of them is fat as fuck, you make that kid the starter. You make him the focal point of the offense. You just realize. That your team's going to suck. But if you keep him out, you're going to crush his soul. All right. And the parents are going to get pissed off at you. 
So you, uh, if you have a roly-poly kid, you got to make him uh, uh, the, the forward, a center forward, uh, and he is you, – you build the offense around him, okay? That's what you do. That's what I would do. All right. Some of that might be true. Okay. Bosco's Pub, we're going to go there after the Great Food Giveaway Thursday, unless if uh, Linda panics too much about the weather. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Relax. Uh, Bosco's Pub after the Great Food Giveaway. Irvine's is where we'll be, 616-532-6600. Thank you so much. Uh, If you need your vehicle repaired, any make and model, take it over to Irvine's. Their website, ER Vines. A lot of people are like, IR Irvines? No, ER, Irvines.com. Check out their Google reviews, second to none, number one in West Michigan. Veteran, lady, local, owned. Okay, 616-532-6600. I got a heating and cooling specialist. My pal Adam Deggy could have used A&E heating and cooling. I saw him a week ago because, yeah, some motherfucker just installed, did some work, and uh, he didn't, uh, he blew out the pilot on the uh, water heater, and he didn't, he didn't ignite it, so I was without hot water. Yeah, that's a problem. That's because you didn't call A&E. I go, well, you should have, he goes, why didn't you tell me? I go, well, it's not my fault you didn't listen to the fucking podcast. The fuck? A&E heating and cooling, 616-516-8579. They'll install a brand new furnace for you. Go ahead and get estimates from some other losers in town. Uh, and uh, just make sure Joe Martinez is your last estimate. He's going to beat everybody. If he doesn't, say Eric Zane said he's going to beat you. Or you're you're going to beat these. 616-516-8579. Got a mortgage guy. All right. Uh, get cash out of your home and pay off the high interest credit card. Like today. 231-332-6505. Uh, if you are shopping for a home right now and you're like, I got to get in a home. I get it. Uh, now isn't the best time. Prices on homes are starting to come down and mortgages are definitely high. But if you want a mortgage right now, reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Ma- uh, Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. Anywhere in the United States that you are listening, with the exception of Alaska, Hawaii, South Carolina, and Maine. Finally, last but not least, you need health care, call Frank Fuss. He's a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. Uh, if you need health care because your employer does not offer it, you are self-employed, or you just lost your job, you got to keep your health care going. Don't go without your health care. Could be catastrophic to a point where you never recover, all right? You'll end up filing for bankruptcy. Get your health care from healthcare.gov. Now, if you go to get it today... You're not going to be covered January 1. You're going to be covered February 1. So don't get hurt, ding dong. I told you to get it done before December 15th. Now here you are with your dick in your hand and it's December 19th. It's okay. You can make it. The best you're going to do, though, is February 1. 616-914-4070. Frank's another one of these ball busters who he's like, you got to make the meter move. If you don't make the meter move, I'm firing you. So make the meter move for me by calling Frank and say, I'm from Zane's show, 616-914-4070. He can also help you with Medicare and Social Security 
And if you need any type of insurance, he's either going to get it for you because he's the agent who is the authority on it, or he'll refer you. Either way, say my name. Wasn't that a song? Uh, 616-914-4070. Heisenberg, say my name. You're goddamn right. 616-914-4070 for my policy shop insurance. Asshole of the day. Brought to you by my friends at TC Paintball. Kyler Swearjar. Broken leg. M37 Hackers. Uh, Joe puts a hole in the ceiling at M37 Hackers. Not Joe uh, unemployed. Go, Joe. Go. Go, Joe. Joe, go. The Lions. Oh, my God, the Lions. Stupid soccer game. Glad it's over. But that was a good game. That was as enjoyable as soccer can get, and it still wasn't. That was the best soccer could ever do, and it was still uh, insanely boring. The, The best thing about it is that it's over. Everybody knows that. I didn't even talk about the Jenison racism. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to have to save that one. Uh, the asshole of the day is Swear Jar, Kyler, from TC Paintball. Because not only is he just out of control with his swearing in mixed company, but he thinks it's okay. Even after he just got in trouble at uh, Van Andel Arena and they had to talk to him like he's a child, uh, he still is like, oh, what? You, uh, huh? Uh-oh. Come on, man. There you go. And that is my time. The Eric Zancho podcast is concluding. If a nickname doesn't include wet hands, it isn't insulting. Swear jar, wet hand, wet hands, swear jar. How about wet tits, swear jar, swear jar, wet tits, swear jar, wet tits. I like it. Swear jar, wet tits is your asshole of the day. If you are not on Patreon, what the hell are you doing? Okay, my God, listener-supported, ad-free Patreon. For Swear Jar Wet Tits. Have a great day, folks. I will talk to you on Patreon. Until then, bye-bye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.